Seven lines from the bottom at the new Mishnah. This Mishnah is going to have four sections. We'll number them one, two, three, four. And we're also going to mark a few other things in the Mishnah, which uh, particularly for today's piece, uh, are, uh, I found very helpful. So uh, number one, Kolmokam, underline the word Kolmokam and put a number one there. Kolmokam, the Mishnah is going to describe different scenarios where you have a man and a woman, and uh, either they're, everything's totally fine for them to be together, or they're not really supposed to be together, but if they did Bidiyeva, they could stay together, or they're really not supposed to be together. And, and what would be the uh, result of the child, and who would the child follow genealogically, the father's status or the mother's status? So, number one, Kalmakim, which we underline, Shiyesh Kedushin Ve'ein Avera. That's the first category, where if the man says to the woman, it's totally fine, and there's no Avera with them staying together, then Havlad, I squiggle underlined, whatever the uh, status of the father is, whatever the um, situation of the father is, we'll see what it is for each one, it would be the same for the offspring, I underlined and I put a number one above it because we're still in the number one category. Well, the example of this would be if you had a, a female Kohenis or Levia or Yisraelis Shenasu who married either a male Kohen or Levi or Yisrael. And in that case, if dad's a Kohen, so is the kid, mom, and uh, uh, we don't really... Um, we're not concerned about what she is in this case, so too if dad's a Levi or dad's a Yisrael. Slash. Scenario number two, and I underline the kol makim, and any place, um, sheyesh kedushin v'yesha veira. There is another category where kedushin will work, but you're not really supposed to have this couple together if they do uh, have relations and there's a child and offspring, havlad, and I squiggle underline, hoylech achar hapagum. The uh, offspring will follow the blemished one, or the one that has some sort of genealogical issue of the parents. Ve'ezezo, I underline ve'ezezo and put a number two above it. Well, what would be an example of this? And uh, here we have a number of examples, uh, actually four of them, except we'll call them A, B, C, and D. A, if you have an almanolakayin gadol. Almanolakayin gadol, uh, if the kohen gadol is mikade, sure, it works, but they're not really supposed to be together. Or B, grush v'chalusakayin hejot. If you have a regular kohen, uh, this is probably just about the most common uh, issue these days. He's not supposed to be together with a uh, divorcee or uh, a woman who had had chalitza done to her. KC is a mamzeris or nesina Yisrael, a regular male Jew with a female mamzeris or nesina. And case D is a bas Yisrael, regular Jewish girl, lemamzer lenasin. In all those cases, um, there, if the man gave the woman kedushin, the kedushin would be chal, but there'd be an avera for them to uh, be together. Slash. Uh, scenario number three, the la alav kiddushin. Any situation where you take the man and the woman, they're like if he gave her kiddushin, nothing would happen. He said, "I'm and there were witnesses and everything. Just like nothing would happen. Aval yeshla alacherim kiddushin. If some other guy proposed to the woman, there would be a good kiddushin. Then the vladza mamzer. I squeal under on the vladza mamzer. says eh. That would be the typical case of Arias, Zehabal Achas Mikol Arias Shebe Taira. So, any uh, forbidden relations between uh, relatives that the Torah prescribes Kares for, uh, that would be the case. Slash uh, scenario four. Vacholmi She'ein La Loyala, Vloyala Cherim Kedushin. Any situation where, let's say, you had a uh, female that no matter who 
was trying to be Mekadesh or it wouldn't work. Then, Havlad Kamaisa, I squeal underline Havlad Kamaisa, the offspring, the child that she would have, would be exactly like her status. Where's this a situation? Oh, very simply. Zevlad, Shifcha, and Anachris, or Shifcha or Anachris. This would be the offspring of a, uh, a, a Gentile slave woman or a uh, Gentile woman. Basically, matrilineal descent. That's the end of the Mishnah. Okay, the Gemara is going to slice and dice this Mishnah like uh, almost no Mishnah uh, gets sliced and diced. So here we go. Uh, four words in right angles. Kol makam shiyesh kedushin. That was the first case in the Mishnah. Amalei Reb Shimon, maybe Ben Lakish, or Biochanan says Reish Lakish Reb Yochanan. Klalahu connector is it? Is that a general rule? The whole makam sheish kedushin vein avera. If the couple would have a good kedushin if you gave it to her, and there'd be no avera for them to be together. Havlad hoylechachar azachar. Really? Question mark comma the haray. I put a triangle on the haray. Um, approximately, let's say, on the first line, on Samuel's line, if I put a Roman numeral one in the margin. Uh, approximately eight lines later, first word of line is Zu, I put a Roman numeral two in the margin, and the fourth word is Vehare, I put a triangle on Hare. Three lines later, first word of line is Vehare, I put a triangle around that with a Roman numeral three. Six lines later, the first word on the line is Lekohane, uh, fourth word is Ha'ika, I put a triangle around that. And three, four lines later, first word of line is Shani, and near the end of the line is Ha'ika, I put a triangle around that. It'd be a series of uh, questions, and uh, at least the first is brought by uh, Rabbi Yoch- uh, Reish Lakish to Rabbi Yochanan. Uh, really? That's like a general rule? Hare, but what about a Ger Mamzeris? I underline Ger Mamzeris. So if you have a um, male uh, convert uh, to Judaism who marries a Mamzeris, and what do we know the status of uh, of that type of relationship would be I dot underlined four words yesh kedushin ve'enavera so there would be kedushin if Mr. Jewish male convert gives kedushin to uh, Miss Mamzeres kedushin's good and enavera they're allowed to stay together havlad hoylechachar ha pagum what does the, uh, the 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 kid follow uh, well we had said it should follow the um, Male, but here it follows the pagum, who would be the mother. In other words, the kid would be a, a mamzer, disanya, like we see in the following brisa. The brisa goes just over a line. We boxed it off. Gershonasa mamzeres. That's our case. Havlad is a mamzer. Divi Rabiosi, and I line Rabiosi. So, what are you going to say to that? Well, Amarle, Rabbi Yochanan would say back to Reish Lakish, Masnisin, Misavris, Masnisin, Rabiosi. He question mark comma. Who says our Mishnah on the bottom of the previous summit is authored by Rabiosi? Actually, Masnisin Rebbe Yehudahi, and I diamond Rebbe Yehuda, that the mission on the bottom of the previous Amud is going according to the Rebbe Yehuda opinion. Uh, what does Rebbe Yehuda hold to Amar? Ger lo Yisa Mamzeris, that actually a um, male who converted to Judaism should not marry a Mamzeris, in which case the category that that relationship would fall into would be, I put in right angles here, the second category, not the first, the second uh, of Yesh Kedushin, the Yesh Avera, and I don't online Yesh Avera, and there, what did the Mishnah say, and this would be perfect, it would fit right in, Havlad Pagum. So the offspring, just like Mom is a Mamzeris, the offspring would also be a Mamzer Mamzeris. Okay. Well, if that is true, that should have been listed off in the examples of the second category. So the Gemara asks, Ve nisane, like, uh, let it be taught like that. 
Well, actually, it was taught, just not outright. Tana, the author of the Mishnah, taught two words in right angles, kol makayim, and I put a number two above that one. When the second category is introduced, vechol makayim, with those two words, to say falasuye, that's what it's coming to include. Alternatively, I squiggle in line the Ibaiseima, really, la'olam, Rabbi Yossi, who will keep it as being Rabbi Yossi, I diamond Rabbi Yossi, he, vetana, and as long as we say that the cases don't have to actually be listed off, um, the key words in the Mishnah, the kol makayim, or the eizazeh, uh, kol makayim would be coming to include things, eizazu would be coming to exclude things, really it is Rabbi Yossi, vetana, I put these two words in right angles, Azozu, and I put number one when we said, and what is that? That would come to limit it, that would be Lima'ute, coming to exclude this particular case, that even though there's Kedushin and no Avera, still uh, the Vlad would actually not, the status of would not go after the father, but the mother. Semicolon. New question. Um, that Ve'ezozo, I put that in right angles, that would be the first Ezozo, that was in the first category. Vesulo, and there's like no other situations where you go after the Zahar. Vehare, we have the triangle of Vehare and the Roman numeral two. What about this? What about a Chalal Shenasa Bas Yisroel? I underlined a Chalal Shenasa Bas Yisroel. Uh, if you have a male halal who uh, gets uh, married to a uh, regular Jewish uh, girl, if he's Makadish, does it work? Yes. And is there any Avera for them, two of them to be together? No. Havlad Hoylech Achar Azachar. I squiggle underlined Havlad Hoylech. What would the uh, child of that uh, relationship be? It would be just like the man. In other words, it would be a halal. So why was this one not listed off? Well, you know why? Haloi kasha, this is not a difficulty in understanding the Mishnah, because the Mishnah would be going like Reb Dostoi ben Yehuda Sfira Lei. Uh, Reb Dostoi was a Tanaic source, uh, Tanaic opinion that we had that says, we had it just recently, that a regular old Jewish girl is a mikvah tahara verchalal. And so if you have a man who's a halal and he marries a uh, regular old Jewish girl, his children will actually be kosher lekuhuna. It's not they're not going to be uh, halal kohanim. They actually be kosher lekuhuna. Okay, that's why I wasn't listed off. Well, what about this? Vehare triangle nahare Roman numeral three scenario that the Gemara is going to present us with. Vehare is a question on the on the ratio. What about a? I underline these three words. A Yisroel shenasa halala. The other way, if dad is a regular old Yisrael, mom is a halala. Uh, mom came from a relationship. Her father was a Cohen who had relations with a woman that's problematic from their relations with. And the mom, uh, he's trying to marry that uh, woman. Where we know the yesh kedushin, the ena veira again. Dot underline those four words. Would kedushin work? Yes. Would they be allowed to live together? Yeah, they could have a family together. Havlad hoylech achar ha zachar. The uh, status of the uh, offspring would follow. The uh, man, again, a question on the ratio, why would this not have been included? Well, it actually was, it was hinted to, when the uh, Mishnah said, Tana, two words in right angles, Kol Malkaim, and the right angle, the ratio Lasuye came to include it. Okay, why did we have to like hint to it in the ratio? Why don't we just teach it outright? Venisne be hedio, question mark. 
Well, the reason we didn't do that is because the way the Mishnah taught the examples in the first case was a female Kohenis or Levia or Yisraelis who marries a male Kohen or Levi Yisrael, it wouldn't fit into that because Mishum Deloy Masni law, it wouldn't fit into that style of the ratio. The style of the ratio is any one of the ladies is totally fine with any one of the men. And that's not the case over here when you have one who is a halal or halala to a regular Yisrael Israelis. Colon connector, hechi nisne. If you're going to say like this, this would be the suggestion. A kohenus levi of Israelis or a halala, shenises who would get married to a kohen levi of Yisrael. Well, one second. The halala lekayin mi chazya. That was that wouldn't be true, and therefore it couldn't be taught. But rather, it was hinted to in the uh, phrase of kolmakim. Ah, uh, what about this? Vahaika. I put a triangle on the Ha'ika. Uh, this would be the fourth. Vahaika. what about the Rabbah Barachana? Da'amar, and I circled his name now, Rabbah Barachana. He said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, a, I dot underline these five words, if you have a Mitzri Shani, Shenasa Mitzris Rishayna. Okay, uh, can a Mitzri convert to uh, Judaism? Yes. Can a Mitzris convert to Judaism? Yeah. They're limited in who they can marry, at least for a few generations. So we have a Mitzri Shani, in other words, a male who came from first-generation Egyptian converts, who marries Shanasa, a Mitzris Rishayna, a woman who herself had converted. She's the first generation. What do we know the offspring is? Bena Shlishi Haven. I double underline Shlishi. The offspring is considered a Shlishi and follows the father. And that would be a permissible uh, um, uh, marriage. Um, so why wasn't it included as an example in the first category? Well, Tana, the once again, the author of the Mishnah, uh, used when they taught the phrase, these two words in right angles, Kol Malkaim, that was the first two words of the Mishnah, Deresha La'asuye is coming to include that case as well. Kama, Ula Ravdimi, I circle Ravdimi, Da'amar Ravdimi actually says that the uh, kid would be a Shani, and double underline Shani, if um, dad is a Mitzri Shani and mom is a Mitzris Rishani, you actually follow the mother and make the kid a Shani Have, Tana, then again in the first category, this case is hinted to, but not from the Kolmokum, which comes to include it, but rather from the two words in writing, those Azozo, Lemuuti. And finally, as far as our list of triangles, our questions here, Vahaika, triangle of Vahaika, Roman numeral five in the margin. Vahaika, what about this case? Dechiasa Ravin. And I circled Ravin, Amar Rabbi Yochanan. He says like uh, this, uh, A and B. A, B'umais. When you're dealing with uh, Gentiles, Halach Achar Hazachar, if mom's a Gentile, dad's a Gentile, so then uh, you know how you figure out what the kid is. Well, you see what the father was, and that's what the kid is going to be. Uh, B, Nisgairu, I don't know Nisgairu. If you have people who were previously Gentiles, but then they converted to Judaism, and um, apparently there's some sort of limitation, or Pegam maybe, it could be limited, it could be forever, but Halach Achar HaPagum Shebishnehem. I squiggle underline Halach Achar HaPagum you would follow the Pagum Shebishnehem. Now, it could be they're totally permissible to get married, these two people who had converted to Judaism, and it could be that they could stay together. Then, Tana Ezo, I uh, put the uh, two words Ezozo in right angles. It's taught the Ezozo, which would be Lema'uti, to exclude that, because according to the general rule of the first case, it always follows the Zachar, and here, apparently, it would follow um, 
whichever one is the most um, problematic, either mom or dad. The Gemara says one second. This question, now that the Gemara is going to ask, it takes about eight lines to develop. Starts over here. I put a long question marking in the margin, going down to the fifth line on Abud Bey. So ask the Gemara, hi, my, hold on one second here. Colon. E, Amris, I squiggle, underline the E. If you want to say, now this is going to be quite a summary of everything we've seen up till now. And again, at, at least for me, the uh, markings help uh, keep this all in order. Hi, my. E, Amris, Bishlama, Masnis, and Rabbi Yehudahi. We had two possibilities of who could be the Tanaic opinion behind the Mishnah. Uh, one was Rabbi Yehuda, one was Rabbi Yossi. So if you want to say the Mishnah is going according to Rabbi Yehuda, colon, kol makam, I put that in right angles and underlined it, deresha, what would be the kol makam of the ratio which would be coming to include cases? That would be la'asuye, and I put above this a Roman numeral three, a Yisrael Shanasa Halala, that was our third case. And I put a Roman numeral four above Rabbah Bar Barchana, that was our Roman numeral four case. So those are the two that are coming to be included by Kol Makim. Kama. Azozo, I dot underline that and put that in right angles. And the Azozo, which was coming to limit, would be coming to limit Limaute, um, according to Rav Dimi, who we have circled about seven lines ago, and Ravan, who we have circled about five lines ago. And the Kol Makim, which I put in right angles and underline, the second case is Kol Makim, which is the two words that started out the second case, Deseifa, La'asuye, that would be coming to include, and I dot underlined, a Ger Mamzeris, which was right at the top of the previous Amud, which was basically our uh, Roman numeral one case. Okay, so we have all the cases that will fit into the Mishnah if you're going according to Rabbi Yehuda. Kama, Ella, a squiggle in the Ella. Ella, Iarmis, Rabbi Yosihi. So then let's see, can we fit all of these cases that we presented into the Mishnah? Kol Makayim, I underlined Kol Makayim and put in right angles. Duresha, Kid De Amr. That's coming to exclude, um, excuse me, it's coming to include uh, Yisrael Shanasa Halala. Kama, Azozo, I dot underline that, put in right angles, the Azozo of the first uh, scenario, the first case in the uh, first example, first category in our Mishnah, that's Kid De Amrin, that would be coming either to exclude or to exclude both the Ravin case or the Ravdimi case, comma, Ella, Kol Makim, I underline Kol Makim, put in right angles, of the second category in the Mishnah, De Seifa, Laasuye Mai. Hmm, what would that be coming to include? Why would we need the phrase Kol Makim? Ulitamech, the Gemara turns around and says, well, you're asking that on Rabbi Yossi, like Rabbi Yehuda is so good and Rabbi Yossi is a problem. Well then, Ulitamech, even according to Rabbi Yehuda, the Ezozo, I dot underline and put it in right angles, the Seifa, the Ezozo in the second category, Lamali. So both Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbi Yossi would have apparently at least one phrase in the mission which would be superfluous. Ella, you know what you're going to say by Rabbi Yehuda? To keep the structural similarity in the Mishnah, uh, it might have an occasional phrase which would be superfluous. Ella, Aidi Detana Reisha, since the Reisha taught in the first case an Azo, I put that in right angles, Azozo, Tana Seifa in the second category, it also gave an example of two words in right angles, Azozo. Hachanami, so too, don't ask on Rabiosi because Aidi Detana Reisha, since in the first case it was introduced by the two words, Komakim, in the number one category, Tana Nami Seifa, so too in the second category, the two words used to introduce it is Komakim, even though there might not be necessarily anything to be learned from that Komakim. Period. Gufa, we put a parallelogram on the Gufa. Go back to something we 
just dealt with. Kiyasa Ravin, when Ravin came from Eretz Yisrael to Babel, he reported in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, A, but Umais, when you're dealing with Gentiles, Halachachar you want to figure out what the status of the kid is. Follow the uh, male, uh, B, Nizgairu, if uh, people who had converted, uh, they get married, Halachachar, and you have to figure out the status of the kid. If there's maybe some sort of issue, you go after the Pagum Shabishneim, whoever is the, uh, the blemished of the two of them. Okay. The Gemara is going to want to uh, go back to those two points in the Gufa. I put an A in the margin here. That'll be the A point. And then about seven lines later, first word on line is below. That would be, I put a B in the margin. That would be the B point. So my asks the Gemara now, what is the A uh, category of Be'umois halachachra zachar? Um, what would that mean? Like, what does it mean we follow the zachar? They haven't converted, so why would you follow the zachar? And um, how do we know that we follow the zachar? Well, Kedisanya. As is brought out in the following almost seven lines in source, which starts here. There is a distinction in Goyim. Goyim throughout the whole world, we don't have a uh, commandment to wipe them off the face of the earth. However, the seven Canaanite nations, there is a mitzvah essay to uh, eradicate them, to destroy them. Now, we don't know who the Shavuimos are. We haven't known for thousands of years but at least on a theoretical level, or it was actually a very practical level when the Jews went into Eretz Israel 3,300 uh, years ago, um, they had to kill every man, woman, and child of the Shiva Umois. Um, let's say there was a person there who, not their mother and father, but let's say just their mother was from the Shiva Umois, or just their father's from the Shiva Umois. Uh, would that apply to the kid as well, or maybe not? So Minayan... Uh, says the Bray, so la'echad, I dot underline five words, min ha'umay shebala kananis. Dad, let's say, is from France or England, some guy, and mom is actually one of the seven Canaanite nations, so you might have to have a mitzvah of uh, taking care of her, but how about the kid? So how do you know a kid like that? Ve'holid ben, and then there's a son, sha'atarashai liknoise be'eved, that is just like any other uh, uh, guy, and it can be purchased as an evident, in other words, it doesn't have to be uh, immediately killed. Tamalaymar, the Pasuk says, Vegam mi bene hatoishavim hagarimi machem mayhem tiknu. And also from those who are living uh, by you who didn't necessarily grow up here, you can purchase them as an evid. In other words, you would not have to uh, treat uh, this uh, person the same way you do have to treat his mother. Kama. Yachol also, I might think that wouldn't come to include a either an Eved or a Kanani, Sheba'al Achas Min Ha'umais. Let's say dad was the Canaanite, not mom, but dad was the Canaanite, and mom was, I don't know, French or English uh, guy, Vahoylid Ben, and there's a son there. Uh, you might think that that kid would be, uh, you could buy him as an Eved, you could acquire him as an Eved, Shata Rashad, nice be Eved. No, Tamalaymar, that child would have the same status as his father, and the same um, way we should treat his father, the way we should treat him. Uh, like any of the seven Canaanite nations, um, says the Pasuk Asher Hoylidu Be'artzechem, the ones that are uh, given uh, birth to in your land, which we darsh to mean, min hanoiladim ba'artzechem, v'loy min ha'garim ba'artzechem. In other words, the ones that are born by, let's say, a father who is, uh, uh, or a parent, we'll say, who is maybe English or French, um, from the, uh, well, let's see Rashi. Rashi is across from here about five lines down. Rashi, I think, says it best. Min hanoladim bar tzachem, asher hoilidu b'nei shar umois 
Mi benois artzachem. Dad is a uh, Frenchman or Englishman. Mom is one of the seven Canaanite nations. Shaleidasan ba'artzachem dahainu imoisei hen. I underline those four words. Basically, mom is the local. Mom is from the seven Canaanite nations. Those are the ones that you can acquire as an Eved. Continues the Rashi, v'loy min ha-garim, but not those that are sort of uh, temporarily sojourning in your land. She-hoylidu, continues Rashi, b'nei artsechem, b'mekoymai sechayrim. Let's say in England or in France, there's a baby born. Um, well, who's the baby's father? Mi benos sharumais. Well, the baby's mother is English or French. Ubao ha-banim lagorkan eitzelavaisam. And the uh, young men, in this case, the Canaanites, uh, or the Kanani, the Chiti, the Mori, the Prizi, any of them, came to move here, like into Israel, uh, with their fathers. That is the end of the Brisa. Okay, the second point, the B point that was made in the Gufa was Veniskairu Halach Achar Hapagum Shebishnehem. My dad underlined Shebishnehem. Um, Pagum sounds like mom has an issue, dad has an issue, you follow the. Uh, the most problematic issue, and that's the status of the kid. Uh, where do you have a scenario where there would be uh, mom has one type of pagam and dad has another type of pagam? Bimai. I think the only two things that we're basically uh, familiar with is maybe the Ammonites and the Egyptians. So, Bimai, colon. Elema, I squiggle underline the Elema, and two lines later, second word line is Ela, I squiggle underline that. Elema, if you want to say that it's a Mitzri, Shanasa Amonis, dad is a Egyptian who converted to Judaism, and mom is a Amonis, a female Amonis, well, there's not a problem with both of the parents, my Pigam Ika. There's no problem with mom, because a first-generation female Ammonite convert is totally fine to uh, be in the Jewish people. Actually, Rus HaMoavia was there. She was a Moavite, an Ammonite. Amoni Velo Amonis. Ella, so I squiggle under the Ella, it must be the other way. It was a male Amoni, Shinosa Mitzris. Now, a male Amoni can never marry into the Jewish people, even 10 generations later. A female Mitzris, you only have to wait till the third generation. And therefore, colon, Vizahar Havehai, if it is a male, then Shadja Abasrei Diday. You uh, put the status of the kid following the Amoni, and the kid also would never be able to uh, marry into the Jewish people. V'im nekeva havya, if the uh, child that's born is a female, well, by stamping a little female baby with Amoni, you're not limiting her at all, then you would shadya abasra dida, you would have her follow her mother, uh, who was a first-generation Egyptian convert, which would make the uh, little baby girl a second-generation Egyptian convert. That's the case. Says the Mishnah in the third category, I put the right angles here, Okay, uh, where do we know this uh, from? That Kiddushin will not typhus, that if it's a Chayiv Krisus, and the man who, uh, with the woman, if he slept together with her, it'd be Kharis, if he gives her Kiddushin, it wouldn't even be typhus. He could say, Rekumdeshesli, there could be witnesses, he could give her the $100, it won't even take hold. Well, those who have it brought Rava, 
Amar Kra. Now, I put a uh, Roman numeral one in the margin here. This is going to be stage Roman numeral one. About seven lines later, first word on the line is Arayos. I put a Roman numeral two in the margin there, and about six lines below that, the uh, first word on the line is Oisran. Uh, I put a number three in the margin, Roman numeral three. We're going to have a few stages. The first two are going to be attempts uh, to get us to the final stage. So it says, Amar Kra. So we want to know how there's, how there's not even a Tfisa's Kedushin between uh, a man and a woman if that which would be the punishment if they slept together would be uh, Kares. So, says Rebbe Yosef, the Pasuk says, V'yatsa mi Beisai, this is talking about a woman, she leaves his house as a regular married woman, V'halcha, and she goes, V'haisai, squiggle on the word V'haisa le'ish acher, and I also squiggle on the word acher, we're going to sort of harp on those two words, the V'haisa and acher. So the Pasuk's describing a regular scenario, you have a woman, she was married, she leaves the house of the first husband because he divorced her, and she goes and is, like, and, and then gets married to an ish acher, which we darshan to mean, la'acherim below la'kroivim, it has to be someone who was not related to her, and, and not to someone who was a relative. Okay, maskava rabiyaba ve'ema, I put a triangle on this ve'ema, we'll have a series of trying, of, of ema questions. Uh, the next one is in the middle of the next line, Ve'ema, and then two lines below that, another Ve'ema. So three questions now. That One second, who says that's the way we should darshan those words in the Pasuk? Ve'ema, maybe I should say, La'acher, V'lo Leben. Who says it's including all close relatives? Maybe it's just like the closest of close relatives, which would mean her son. Uh, there'd be uh, no Tfisis Kiddushin if her son tried to be Mekadish her. So the one says, no, son, that we know outright. Ben, Behejiksi Be. What does it say that a son cannot marry his uh, father's wife? Lo yikach ishes ishes aviv. A man shall not take his father's wife. Um, that's the end of the pasuk. In which case, acher lama li. So, what do we need the acher for then? Shmamin al acherim veloy Meaning, other people who are totally not related. Veima, but maybe try this. Veima idi veidi. Laban, maybe both of those psukim are to teach that a mother, uh, a, a son cannot uh, be makadish. There'll be no uh, validity to a kedushin of a son who gives his father's uh, wife um, kedushin, a connector. We'd need two psukim, one to tell you you should do it, and the other one to say even if you did do it, it also still wouldn't work. So the Gemara answers no. That which we know is from somewhere else. We know from Achais Isha Nafka. Achazisha is a man's married to a woman. His wife's sister is totally off uh, off limits. Doesn't do anything. He'd give her kedushin, wouldn't work. Uma achazisha bekares. What's the punishment if a man has relations with his wife's sister? Kares lo tikadesh. And if he tries to give her kedushin, wouldn't work. Well, chayve mises based in where the punishment is even worse than kares. It's actually like the court will administer the death penalty like a son with his wife with his father's uh wife like kol shikena that would be a problem okay so we don't need that well, how about this for ema maybe both of them are talking about a man's wife's sister and one is the chatkhila that you shouldn't do it and one is dievet and then Gemara says, you know what, actually, in hachinami, yeah, yeah, you could say that the psukim that we're trying to bring would be to teach that, in which case, we've only found one relative, not all the different arise, Ashkechan Achais Isha, that a man's, uh, his wife's sister 
uh, we would know that that would be the category. Shar Arias Minel and all the other close relatives where we know that would be the case that there'd not even be a Tfisa's Kedushin. Well, this is uh, attempt number two now. Yalfinan me Achaisisha. We just said we at least know Achaisisha, and I don't know Achaisisha. Use Achaisisha as a precedent to springboard to everyone else and say like this, colon, ma Achaisisha, what's the unique nature of the relationship between a man and his wife's sister? Miyuchedes, it's unique. Shehi erva, she is definitely us for two him as a close relative, I couldn't have really forbidden to have relations with her. The chayav and alzdaina, and if on purpose he has relations with her, uh, the punishment would be kares for al And if he has relations with her accidentally, he'd have to bring a korban chatas. And also, we know velo tafsi about kedushin. If he gives her a hundred bucks and says kudeshusli, there's witnesses and everything, nothing happened. It didn't work. So to include all other relatives, af kol shehi erva. Any other situation where the lady is a erva v'chayav and also in a karas loy kiddushin. Basically, use achesisha as a precedent or a binyanav to teach everywhere else. Okay, well, that's good for basically all the other arayas except for two. Bishlama kuluhasian, so we could bring all the other arayas that then conclude that there wouldn't even be a, a tefisus kiddushin. Ella. These two, though, we're going to have a bit of a challenge with. Uh, number one, ish. Number two, ish. So the two categories are a married woman and one's brother's wife. Both of those you could say, well, they wouldn't be included in the general rule. Colon. Ikala mifrach, I squiggle, underline the ikala mifrach. Now, regarding the second one, which is a person's brother's wife, you could say like this. Mala You want to use as a precedent for all Arias and Achaisisha, Shekane Ain La Heter Mitzvah. There's no scenario where some sort of mitzvah is going to arrive and then there's a mitzvah to marry her and then she's allowed. Uh, at the as opposed to Timer Sach, I dot underline Sach, a man's brother's wife. That brother, there's no children, gets hit by a bus. She mitzvah. That's the whole case of Ibum. So maybe she wouldn't be included. Kama. And regarding the first example, where we said maybe it's not included, like an old Eishas Ish, a married woman. Nami, you could also have a Pircha, Ikala Mifrach, I squiggle on the Ikala Mifrach, Malahanach, Shekane, Einla Heter, Bechaye, Oistra, and all the other ones, that as long as the person who ossers that particular person onto you is alive, there's no Heter. Toymar, could the same be said by a Eishas Ish, a married woman has a Heter, Bechaye, Oistra. You know what that's called? A married woman, when she's married, very forbidden. Her husband gives her a get. She's on the market again. And therefore, maybe she wouldn't be included. Ella! And here is our Roman numeral three approach. This is, I think, going to stick. Amar Rabiona. We circled Rabiona. We put a number one in the margin. And on Samachas Aleph, about eight lines down, two, four, six, yeah, about eight lines down, we circled the first words in the line, Ravacha Bar Yankiv, and put a number two in the margin. And Yemir Sashem, next year, we'll get back to uh, Rabiona and Ravacha Bar Yaakov. Adkan.